<laughs> Ain't uh, nothing like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are back. Woo! Guess who's back? Ah. There uh-huh. he is. I say there what? he is. Say the what? man is back with the one rap. <laughs> mm. Come on, man. Hit it for him. Hit it for him. Hit it for him. When I'm alone in my room, uh, sometimes I stay at the wall. Uh, and in the back of my mind, uh, I hear my conscience call. Ooh. Telling me, I, ha! And, again, ha! and when you run out of words, now you heard. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's you know. That's it. That's, that's, that's all man. I. That's Amen. It. That's it. One day you're going to give him two verses. Hey, man. You I'm know, just glad you're giving like us some time be. today, Doc. Bless you, man. Y'all know who that is. First of all, this is the Keep Battle Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back for another edition of the Keep Battle Podcast. That is the one and only. Ah, Larry Maurice Page. Uh-huh. My brother. From my partner. My former barber. <laughs> all the above. Hey, dude. Yes, sir. You've been on full-time staff now. For a long time. Feel like when did you start? 2012. You started full time. 2012. You started as the assistant lead pastor. Yeah. As Zion Landover. Mm-hmm. You are still in that role, but you also are now the explain. Yes. Did the new job. The director of people development and learning solutions. Wow. Yes. Did y'all hear that? Yes, sir. In addition to serving as a lead pastor, assistant lead pastor of Zion Church, Landover. He is, once again, the Director of People Development, People Development. and Learning Solutions. Learning Solutions. Yes, sir. And I tell you what, that's awesome. And today you're going to do some people development. Yes, sir. And some learning solutions. Both at the same time. Right here mm-hmm. on the KBP, <sighs> the Keep Battle Podcast. We're going to call it now the KBP. KBP. Thank you all for tuning in. This is going to be great today. We're going to talk today from the subject Identity Crisis. Mm. Woo! I'm looking forward to chopping it up, <laughs> chopping it up with you around that topic, man. I love that topic. I love that topic. Identity crisis. Please yes, spread sir. this message around. Tell other people about it. Let's jump right into it, brother. Yes, sir. So, do you believe that there's an identity crisis in our culture, particularly with black culture and church? Yeah, I think it's so. A excellent question. Um, in our, so I'll start with our culture. Okay. Um, there's a term called racial animus, and it mm. simply means self hate. Race mm. hate, race, mm. race hate. Mm. And um, I, I, as you begin to look at the news, you look around, mm-hmm. uh, particularly black males, mm-hmm. uh, you see, uh, we, we call it the crabs in the pot. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You saw it recently with Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe we're programmed mm. uh, to dislike ourselves. Wow. Let me give you a, just a quick example of it. I had a Please. plumber come to the house, African-American young man, uh, entrepreneur. Uh, but I looked at first at how he presented himself mm-hmm. and I was instantly distrustful. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had to ask myself why, why mm-hmm. wouldn't I, why wouldn't I uh, support this man? Mm-hmm. And then in the midst of the work, I was almost getting ready to just tell him, don't worry about fixing the mm-hmm. problem. He ended up doing an excellent job, mm-hmm. but I had to think about what programmed me to feel that mm-hmm. way. And would I have done that if he was of another culture? Mm, mm. And I said, wow, yeah. I am impacted by this, uh, this distrust. Um, our, our, in, in our culture, race hate mm. goes deeper than, than just not liking the other races, essentially mm-hmm. saying we don't like ourselves. You know, that's, that's deep. I, I saw a, a Nipsey Hussle uh, interview. Right. And he had mentioned being on an airline on a flight just randomly sitting next to Michael Eric Dyson. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you saw this clip, but he said 
what he learned from it, having had gang affiliation, he, he, he you know he admitted to his gang relationships. Mm-hmm. He says, when you're in a gang and you're about to go do somebody, you're about to go mm-hmm. do harm to somebody. Mm-hmm. He says, first of all, you're crossing into another domain, so mm-hmm. you're already in a another mm-hmm. spot. You're out of your turf, out mm-hmm. of your territory. Mm-hmm. He says, so you're looking to get your guy and get out, right? Yeah. He says, when you first walk in, you first first pull in, you see the guy that's dressed like a nerd or he's dressed like he's got himself together. Mm-hmm. You walk right past him. Then you look past the guy who looks like, you know, whatever, right? He described a couple of guys. Then he says, mm. then you see the guy that's dressed like yes. you, that's yes. tatted like you, yes. wears his hair like you. He walks like you. He says, that's the dude. Kill him. Mm. And he says, what Dyson helped him understand is we're really trying to kill our own sales wow wow we see yeah so that's wow wow yeah i thought that was interesting Mm. i believe we're programmed for it yeah and it's not to be a conspiracy theorist it's Mm -hmm. just the reality if you look at media Mm -hmm. and you look at families Mm. uh, our family roots and media say the same message Um, the image is distorted Mm. families break up we see a distorted image of Mm. self took Mm. two people to make us right the moment that breaks your image is distorted. So you don't wow. just lose the parent. Right. You lose a sense of self. Wow. And you spend forever trying to get that back. And every time you turn on the media, they tend to focus on our faces mm. as the root cause of a lot of crime. Mm. And so we have to be careful about yeah. what's programming our behavior by questioning our own responses. So that's wow. the culture side of it. And then I believe it ble- bleeds over into the church. Mm-hmm. Um, this this idea of uh, of 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 kind of a the church people we call it hypocrisy in the church mm-hmm. the identity crisis in the church is hypocrisy because uh, uh, Peter Scazzaro is the, one of the books that we're looking at in our course called emotionally healthy spirituality and the course is uh, you're actually Act. teaching a course at Zion Church yeah. now mm-hmm. it's too late for people to get in it but. A lot of this material you're talking about is stuff you're actually teaching right now. Yes, sir. And I wanted to make yes, it available sir. to our podcast audience. Yeah. But you said one of the authors you're talking about. Peter one of the authors, he's, okay. yeah, It's central to what we're doing because we're really working on. Before I can go out and do anything for anybody else, I got to learn to love myself. Mm. And it is work to mm-hmm. learn to love you. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things he talks about is the temptations of the false self. Okay. Uh, he makes a, a quote. He says, perhaps uh, more tragic is, those so, is that so many... Uh, of us who are followers of Jesus Christ remain trapped within the layers of our false self. Mm, mm. He says we get caught up with um, I am what I do. Mm-hmm. I am what I have. Wow. I am what they think. So I get my identity from my work. Mm-hmm. Performance. Yeah. My material goods. Yes, sir. My And what they say. What they say. Yeah. So we do it. Watch this. So wow. on Sunday we dress up. Mm. And we do it, at least in our culture, it's about reverence for the church. At least mm-hmm. that's the intent. Mm-hmm. But it sends a message that I act one way on Sunday that's not true to who I am mm-hmm. on Monday. And so there's mm-hmm. a disintegration, even within the foundation of the way we do church, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. causes a contradiction. So we're shocked when somebody acts out of character, mm-hmm. when the truth of the matter is we've invited them to masquerade on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Why can't you bring your whole self as you are wow. to the service? Wow. And we call those people hypocrites. Wow. The you that God sees the other 166 hours anyway, right? What do you think? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's deep. That's deep. That's, that's deep. This, I mean, obviously, this is a deep topic for you. Like, what, mm-hmm. what kind of led you down this pathway 
because it, it seems personal to you to, to, to understanding your history and Christian roots and and your help with self identity. Like what 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 led you down this pathway? What was your trigger point or whatever for this? You you know I spent a lot of my early developmental years. Uh, we call it purpose. Everybody walks around. What's my purpose? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you know how many, Do you know how long it took me to graduate from college? Wow! <laughs> you wow. know, most people do four years. Right, right, right. But when you're not sure about who you are, you spend a lot of money mm-hmm. and a lot, a lot of resources mm-hmm. being something you're not. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. It yeah. is expensive. So, yeah. um, my my the broken father issue. Mm-hmm. Um, That's not a having, huge identity. Oh issue. my great. He, <laughs> fathers not only determine the sex of the child, mm. but the father is the first educator of who you are because Absolutely. that's the first mirror that I see. Absolutely. Can't find my identity in my mom. Mm. She mm. can speak to it, right? She can reinforce it, but the father lays the foundation for mm-hmm. it. You take him out of the picture; it's a lot of searching. Yeah, yeah. So I believe this was just something that um, burdened me mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I spent so much energy mm-hmm. trying to answer the question: mm-hmm. Who am I? Yeah, yeah. I know what you call me. Right, so little Larry, or you know, whatever, no, whatever nickname no, you come up. No, my, how my work defines me. No, how my work defines. I called you right here, my brother, and my barber. You know what That's your it. material accomplishments define you. I'm middle class. I'm upper middle class. I'm Ooh. blah 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 blah. Dude, I'm a I'm a homeowner. Blah blah. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's deep. That's so deep. that's what put me. On. And here's what I realized: if people can be free to really be who they are. Mm-hmm. Man, we can do some incredible work together. So that's where I want to go. Connect that dot. Mm-hmm. So what is the what is the gift between once yeah. I got my identity, I know who I am. Yeah. You say the bridge. There's a bridge between that yeah. and our posterity, our yes. wealth. Help, help, help me understand yes, that. Question. Unpack that. Great question. N- none of us were born alone. All of us were born in the families. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Wealth is transferred through family. Wow. It's mm-hmm. also transferred through name. And inheritance. And inheritance. Right? Mm-hmm. 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 And so if if I see what, what we what we do now is we pass on cash but not the recipe. Mm. Mm. It's the DNA mm. that's valuable, man. Oh my God. It's the, oh my God. It's the, it's oh so, my God. Because if you give me the cash but you don't give me the formula or the character, what happens is within a couple of generations you see it in scripture. It's lost. Absolutely. You lose everything. It won't take that long. So so <laughs> so so so, so here, here it here is the beauty mm. of it. Mm. I said this if we could mm. ever learn to work together i just can't game i can't change. you're gonna, you're gonna make me stop right there no go ahead do what you do no we so want to provide for our descendants and our children the <laughs> things we did not have comforts you know you put a tv yeah, in his yeah, room yeah give him yeah. his own laptop let him have some yeah. like he's got a, he got to say got a better phone than us wow wow but you say we didn't give him the map we didn't oh, give him the man, recipe right dude so, so because there was a strategy and a strength and a struggle to get these yeah, things yeah. that they never experienced. Yes. Teach so how me. would they? Mm. How would they know? Like, and I don't even know how to even how they how to how to bridge that. Like, you know, I'm fortunate my daughter works with me, so she has a kind. She's of, but she has a natural drive though, a hustle. But but what do you do when you have children? Yeah. Who seem to be almost disabled by that kind of generosity? You know what I mean. Yeah. And you're saying a part of that is is re-identifying them or helping them get an identity. Help me, like so. Yeah. So if if giving them the recipe is as important as giving them the resource, 
right? Because mm-hmm. the recipe shows you how to get the resource. Mm-hmm. What are some of the ways, and I know this is kind of offline, but it's, I'm stuck here. <laughs> okay. how, what are some of the ways we can teach yeah. the recipe and the, you know what I'm saying? So let me say I'm a student. I'm learning through right. this process. Right. And it's, it's exciting to make a step. Yeah. So let me preface my comment with that. Right. So I was looking at a book called The Jewish Phenomena, mm-hmm. and he was talking about seven keys to enduring wealth. So it's just a study of the culture. Mm-hmm. People forget G- Jesus was Jewish, by the way. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, and the first two principles blew me away. Mm-hmm. The first is that wealth is is knowledge. It's mm. portable. It, 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 it blew it me away. It's in your brain. It's, 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 they mm. view wealth not just as the material possessions, but they view it the DNA is information. It's the recipe. Mm. It's what we pass down. And they challenge. You say how many? How many? Uh, how many Jewish basketball players you know? Mm. <laughs> but they say how many people? Own, how many of them own the team? Wow! Game wow! Changer. Wow! Game changer. Wow! Game changer. So you don't see him. And the dude on the court saying, "This is my team." That's right. It's right, right. Yeah, the play right, basketball. Right. He makes twenty million. So this is my team. There you have it. So, right. so, so <laughs> part of, part of it. Part of it is exposure. Mm-hmm. Part of it is exposure. I think exposing uh, our young men and women uh, to, to, to people maybe that are in their per- peer circle that are operating at a higher aptitude, I think can help bridge yeah. the gap. Yeah. Because they are really big on making, they said you can default on your loan but they can't steal your diploma. And mm-hmm. they were given the percentage rates of how much they invest in information mm-hmm. and knowledge. Yeah. The second was take care of your own and your own will take care of you okay and that's right. really about community yeah and so our our kids don't struggle they they're getting the knowledge mm-hmm. and they're getting the community mm-hmm. they just not getting the recipe from us mm. and here's what we have to deal with mm-hmm. those two things that build wealth mm-hmm. are the first two of the main targets in slavery uh they made learning illegal wow Mm-hmm. And they split the family. Yes, and yeah. I think we're still hemorrhaging. Yeah, from that side of it. Yeah, yeah. And so we gotta. Sometimes we gotta go back and kind of teach where it was broken, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then say, how do we manufacture communities where we're passing on? Not just here's the money. Let me mm-hmm. show you how this is made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's deep. That's deep. That's deep. So, so let's let's continue to play. And, and if y'all are listening right now. I, this, I'm talking to Pastor Larry Page, and we're talking about an identity crisis and how it is impacting our capacity to grow, succeed, to to focus yeah. our lives. One thing you said here, and I'm I just I'm I've been since since I heard you make this statement, I haven't been able to shake it. And you say because I wrote it down, you you talk about focus really really. Um, where is that? Where where did I write it down? Um, um, uh, da, 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 I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. But it's it's something you say about when a person kind of locks in. There it is. There it is. This was a statement right here. You say that compartmentalized living lies at the root of real wealth accumulation. That's loaded. I'm gonna read it again. <laughs> I wrote it down. You said it. Compartmentalized living lies at the root of real wealth accumulation. Please unpack that. What do you mean when you say that? The reality of it is that we tend to only want to share the parts of ourselves that are real that that shine. So okay. if you go to the gym, you put the weight on the bottom, makes you look good. Okay. And we tend we we 
we hide the part of ourselves that's that's flawed and that's broken. That's true. Probably natural. Okay. But think about the part of yourself that you fail to get to know is the part of yourself that you can't profit from. Mm-hmm. It's also the part of yourself that can shortchange your success. As you see people climb the ladder mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you see flaws in their 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 character, they get to the top and they do something stupid. Yeah. Uh, part of what you see is compartmentalization. Okay. Um, they're not they're not necessarily honest with who they really are. Okay. Uh, so w- what what tends to happen is people will try to give you cues mm-hmm. about who you really are, mm-hmm. but you're so good at getting affirmation mm-hmm. at home mm-hmm. and at work. Mm-hmm. Not at home. I'm sorry. At work and maybe mm-hmm. at church. Let me use churches mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that. You begin to believe lies about yourself mm-hmm. that aren't accurate. Okay. You look at Tyler Perry, and you look at Oprah Winfrey, mm-hmm. and you look at people who are really uh, some some people who are very successful are very raw and honest mm-hmm. about who they really are. Okay. And so when I'm talking about compartmentalization, it's really just being honest. It's being in touch with with not only what you're good at, mm-hmm. but also what you're not good at. Okay. All right. What you don't do well. So 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 so, so being aware of it. Or being open about it, because that's because that's another level, it's, right? It's two steps. Yeah. Okay, all yeah. right. So first, not ignoring it, right? But then you're saying a part of our success and wealth is created by being open about, hey, I'm also not good at this, or I have weaknesses in this area, or I have brokenness in this area, or I have shame. Well, tell, unpack it a little bit for us. Sure. Uh, so, so I don't look at wealth as just as just cash. Okay. Okay, I mean right. that's a part. That's a part of it. It's a fruit right. of wealth. Right. I look at wealth as wholeness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you have money and your relationship is terrible, you'll spend all your money to get out of a relationship. Right. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Well, he spent all of it. He, enough. Thirty-six billion ain't bad for a breakup, so, right? So, so, so what we're saying is, what makes you whole? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you'll take a role that may not pay as much money, but is more true to who you are. Okay. Do you know how much money people spend living or operating in a profession that they that they're not happy with at all? Okay, all right. And so what I'm saying is, is awareness is part of it, Mm -hmm. but another part of it is is allowing the awareness to influence the way you function. Good, good, good. It's not just being cognizant of it. It's right. It's Okay. Letting that drive my decision. That's right. I lived through this. Okay. Jesus is a, a prime example of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he, he, I mean, he owned everything. So, <laughs> so, so now we're, we're probably not going to get that in school, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you, you said you believe the educational system actually um, presents a challenge in this area mm-hmm. as far as helping us with our identity and our yes. biblical literacy. How, how does the educational system actually hinder us from defining or identifying with who we are in what ways that may not be obvious to everybody mm. does the educational system actually <laughs> interfere with this wow process that you're you're describing um i think that's probably one of the greatest challenges we have even in the church mm-hmm. is the way we educate people okay um i, I was looking at uh, robert kiyosaki mm-hmm. kiyosaki i think mm-hmm. it's rich dad poor dad yeah and um, he said that the school system is fundamentally flawed. Okay. And one of the reasons why is he says that teachers, um, they kind of defy ethics. They don't, they don't actually teach what they do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 
and going so 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 there's a so there's a there's a German term uh, called Wissenschaft, right? Mm-hmm. And it's another term called Kentness. Mm-hmm. Um, Wissenschaft essentially means knowledge about a person or a thing. It's it's w- the way we study books. We sit down and we learn about something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kentness, on the other hand, is experiential knowledge. Mm-hmm. Ironically, is very similar to how. Jews educated their children. Mm-hmm. In other words, in America, we say, hey, uh, I want to teach you about photosynthesis. So turn to page 300 and I want you to look at the leaves. Mm-hmm. In Europe, they take the same kids outside and it says, we want you to smell the air, mm. feel the bark, uh, grab the leaves. Mm-hmm. And what's, what's happening in the way that we educate, we educate in a way that's not true to the real world. Mm-hmm. So not only does that create some level of compartmentalization going back to our last conversation, mm-hmm. we kind of learn to perform. Mm-hmm. I can get an A on the test, mm-hmm. but come to your company and still be illiterate. Yeah. yeah. That's why I pay you for experience. Yes. Experience. We're talking about experiential learning. Yeah. When Jesus changed his disciples, trained his disciples, he said, follow me. Then he took them out. Right. And, he, and we write sermons about the real world that he was working in. Yeah. In church and in school, we say sit in seats. Yes. Turn to page 300. Right. And I want to tell you with Sinchif about. Right. This experience. Yeah. Then when we put them under pressure and they fail to perform. We give them an F. Right. <laughs> because we didn't. So I, I like that because it, it's, it's, it's just, I heard one person say, and I can't remember where I heard it internships are better than classrooms wow it's like it's better to apprentice than to take an exam Mm. if i can just show you how Mm. to do it and Mm. you in fact it'll save you a lot more time as opposed to taking a four-year program in wow in kinesiology or whatever yeah yeah. Let me take you. Let me introduce yeah. you to the best personal trainer, and you spend four months with them, and you'll know then whether it's something you love, right? Then you, then when you start learning kinesiology, you actually love it, yes. as opposed to I've changed yes. my major six yes. times because yes. there's something about I can't learn this fast enough. Yes, but I think we have to look more at internships and putting people in environments where where the the actual work is done, as opposed to like you said, you can get A's on your paper, but you can't. You can't solve a problem in a company, right? Mm. But you know, I mean, you you were on the dean's list. Yes. But when somebody says, "Well, this person doesn't doesn't that didn't like the way they were treated," yeah, right. Well, what do I do with that? Like, well, if you've been around the company, you grew up in the company for six years, and you watch your father handle customer complaints and stuff, you kind of get a. understanding of how to manage something that the person that's been in school these last six years wouldn't even know what to do. I don't know what to do. I think, well, who's who's telling people to go intern? We tell people we grow our kids up to tell them to go to college. Yeah. I mean, that's just, as a matter of fact, we almost make that like, like anything short of that. It's failure. Are you going to the military? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, Ralph's yeah. going to military. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. Come yeah. on. And it's true. And uh, Gino's true. going to trade school. Come on. Come on. It's come true. on. Right. Right. Uh, uh, Marty's just want to intern. You know. And we just like, well, man, he's you know, let's pray. Let's pray. But when that, when that, so, and I'm not saying school is bad, particularly sure, 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 sure. No, we when you know. It. 
Because yeah. at some point after the apprenticeship, you're going to need the the uh, accreditation. Right. That's what school does. Right. It gives you the documentation that yeah. you are qualified to do sure. this work. But sure. I'm saying if I can apprentice for a couple of years, I say, I really want to do this. Right, right, right. Now, right. if you're 15 years old, you already know what you're going to do. Good. Some right. people do. Right. But some right. people, 25, still saying, man, I'm going, you know, I'm going right. to sociology this year. <sighs> so I get it. Dude. I get it. I get it. That's what we pass down. Yeah. This is what we, it's the framework mm-hmm. that we give. You can put different things in it. It's a yeah. vehicle. Right. That's right, what education right. is. It's a vehicle. So, so, so let's, go, let's go deeper into how this all works. Mm-hmm. So if somebody is listening right now and they're saying, okay, I hear you. I need to know who I am. I need to know my identity. Yeah. Are there some tools, some resources they can use to help them further understand who they are, both from a heritage standpoint and yeah. from a wiring and yeah. skill? What, what tools would you recommend, resources would you recommend that people go to and say, hey, check this out, and it'll give you a better understanding of who you are and who you've been and where you come from <laughs> and that kind of stuff? Would it be terribly... Um uh, uh, shallow to say the Bible. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, it's so maybe, it's so obvious. Maybe where it's where, so where obvious. Start somewhere in there. Um, yeah. But so so I'll I'll comment. I'll come back and talk about why that's so crucial. Okay. But um, obviously that's going to be at the top of my list. Mm-hmm. Um, this book by uh, Peter Scazzaro, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, it is a game changer. It's okay. not just it's not just good reading. It's filled with assessments. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to tell you to be self aware. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to give you some practical benchmarks to measure your awareness against. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you may not think. You are. You may find out that you're not as healthy as you think you are, mm. based on mm-hmm. how you're being challenged. At least that that's been my takeaway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got some issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a great resource. Um, and again, that's Peter Scazzaro. Scazzaro. Yeah. Emotionally healthy spirituality. Yes. And you're yes. saying the connection to our emo- between our emotional health and spirituality. And our identity of understanding who we are, that book helps bridge that gap. Yeah, he even raises the point. Um, He quotes some of the early church fathers. Listen, you can't really get to know God until you know yourself. Mm. Mm. (laughs) You know, because, Mm -hmm. again, there's a part of you that God's not going to access if you're not honest, if you don't even know it's there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, so that's one book. Um, uh, African Memory of Mark is another uh, that I think is helpful, and, um, it, and and I'm throwing, I'm providing some resources because I think it's very important, and we haven't got to that part yet. But mm-hmm. to kind of understand your place uh, historically, even through scripture, mm-hmm. I think that's a, a helpful. An African memory, memory of, of Mark? Mark. Yes, is that Mark, the, the gospel writer? Go- gospel writer. Now, who do you know the author of that book? Yeah, let me see if I can pull that up. Why are we why and why, are we going? why are you why are you doing that? Somebody might be listening and saying, "Well, man, this sure sounds like it's uh, you know heavily uh, bent towards blacks or people of color." Mm-hmm. Why are you so intentional about highlighting people of color? Got it. When it comes to the study of Christian identity, why is it is it because of what you said earlier? Because of what happened to our to our people historically that has kind of misidentified us or poorly you know what i'm saying yeah. being taken away from your family being taught you couldn't learn like mm-hmm. what is it that feeds this you know for the person listen well you know what's this uh we we going pan-african today what we but but yeah why is it so important to study um for people of color to get a better sense of who we are so so i want to i want to address that i want to backtrack so 
African Memory of Marcus by Thomas uh, Odin. Okay. All right. So, and I also wanted to add uh, the Strength Finders. We talked about it before. I just think it's critical. Yeah. I think. Yeah. You, that ain't black, white, nah, you red, or brown. God, that's, God, you need that's, to know your, your wiring. Strength finders. Strength finders. We all, and I've run into us. We take assessment tools and we bury them. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I've, I've repent. Yeah. I've done it. Sure. No, take that stuff and look at it deeply mm-hmm. and then use it to, to construct a good picture of how you're designed. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. begin to look at your life, how it functions, mm-hmm. and then, then make adjustments accordingly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so now back to the, the question at hand, which was, again, why do I think it's important to, so people don't think we're going Pan-Africanism? Right. Why is this you know, so important to people of color to people in of particular? Color. <laughs> I think the question itself um, it, 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 it denotes why it's important. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. The, f- the fact that we ask that mm-hmm. um, says that there's something is something broken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the narrative is so lily white mm-hmm. that our question of studying us is can be can can seem trite or, or offensive. Or yeah. uncomfortable. it's uncomfortable to us. Yeah, my wife yeah. has called me yeah. out on it. Like it was, we had to yeah. say Black Lives Matter. Yeah, you know, right? Because we don't even know if we understand how important that is. Right? Oh man. It, so I, this, the, the script that was handed to me from my evangelical circle, mm-hmm. um, if, I could, if I could paint a picture, was like handing me uh, a recliner chair with the recliner arm tied. I just didn't know it. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, you know, so let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. So I bought, a, I bought a recliner chair. Mm-hmm. There was a string um, uh, tied around the recliner arm. When I took the string apart, the entire foundation all came apart wow because i wanted to recline i wanted to i wanted it to fully function but Mm -hmm. i did not realize when i purchased it used that something in the foundation was jacked Ah, up it was held on it was held on by a string yeah so i called the manufacturer i used a broken piece and i was able to reimagine how the frame was supposed to be and i reconstructed it i called the person that made the arm the company that made the chair was out of business, but the company that made the recliner arm still existed. They shipped me a brand new arm. I reconstructed the frame and now I'm able to use it at its full potential. Mm-hmm. What's the point? Mm-hmm. My point is simply this. Um, a lot of what we've learned in theology and Bible college, um, a white professors could only hand us a chair or a biblical construct with a string on it. Mm-hmm. They didn't even mm-hmm. know what was missing. Mm-hmm. And to hand me a white Jesus or mm-hmm. a Jesus that does not speak to my culture does a disservice to my identity mm-hmm. because this is the manufacturer mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be able to s- Jesus didn't leave his culture out. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. one of the priceless jewels, mm-hmm. which has allowed Jews to handle persecution mm-hmm. is they've all maintained culture mm-hmm. in America. We lost that. Mm-hmm. And now in our culture is so Americanized that we can't really define who we are, mm. I think is vitally essential to all Christian education mm-hmm. or education in general. Yeah. It just it, that we go back and we look for who we are through God's lens without mm-hmm. over colorizing the scripture. Yeah. Which can obviously be a problem as well. Does that make when you sense? Say, absolutely. And when you say, you know, we're kind of circling back to the Nipsey Hustle thing, which wasn't our topic, but it's probably why. And we've said this for years. It's probably why gangs are attractive. Because they give you a sense of identity. <sighs> you are even if it. it's dangerous. 
at least I know who I am now. You are. I belong it. to something, and I'll fight for it. Cause, because, because being detached, yeah, just didn't seem to give life. Like even yeah, though yeah. being attached might lead to my death, yeah. But for but for the window in between, identity, I yeah. belong. I belong to something. I belong. It's I had huge. a gang sign. I had a private code. I had a big brother that mm. would say, "We got you." And no, I mean, you got the guy who killed Nipsey Hussle, got Chris Darden as his as his attorney, and he and he's not a court appointed attorney. Wow. Which means the community that he comes from, somebody in the community is financing his defense. Yeah. Even though he committed a heinous crime, you see what I'm saying? So that's 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 that's, that's, that's interesting. That's huge. I mean, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's an aberration or a a poor usage of of identity. But it is. I think what the point is is that there's a hunger in our black men, young black boys, for connection such that if I don't get it from my father, I don't get it from my household. My father's locked up. My father's on drugs. My mother's on drugs. Whatever it may be, then I gotta have some place where I feel like this is who I am. And can we be honest? We we're losing some of our black men, the Hebrew Israelites, the Islam, to different because it presents a, a strong narrative for mm-hmm. a person of color. And you know, we tend to we just overlook it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jesus just fixes it, right? And and yeah, but he never intended for us to skip our heritage mm. that's that's what we pay it's the whole past package that we pass down mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we all speak man listen you need to invest and we go hard mm-hmm. but i think we we can do better in putting a package together a portfolio yeah. so so let's say let's say you you run into a person you know in the world when a person is socially conscious we call them woke right mm-hmm. that brother's woke that sister's woke mm-hmm. in this space of identity crisis when a person has a strong identity and you can tell, they know who they are, they mm-hmm. know where they've, like, what does that look like and what can wow. it produce? Wow. Well, in my default, I'm, I'm always looking at the best and, mm-hmm. and I, look at, I look at Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. In John 13, he kneels down and he washes feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what people may miss is uh, John 13, 3 says he knew he had all authority in his hands. That's right. He knew where he came from. Yeah. And he knew where he was going. Wow. 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 When you have a good sense of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. You are able to give more of yourself to everybody. I love it. Because you're really secure. Mm -hmm. You're not threatened. Mm -hmm. You you can deal with the fences a little better. Mm -hmm. And here's the here is the game changer. If you ever partner people together. Mm-hmm. who have a good sense of self, what you can build will be so strong that God himself would have to stop it. Wow. That's what he did with the Tower of Babel. Wow. They, he's wow. a man, they speak as one person. Yeah. They were yeah. so united, mm-hmm. so so secure in what they were trying to do. Guys, I got, I got to come down and stop this. Mm. What we are missing in this time is the power of what it looks like for us to work together. Yeah. When we work together, it's me competing against you. Mm-hmm. I'm jealous of what you have. Yeah. All that's part of this integration. Right. When I'm securing me and you securing you, and we work together, game's changing. He game knew changing. where he was from. Yes, sir. He knew he had who he was, the authority yeah. he had, and he knew he was going. Yeah. I love that. Game change. And, and then he washed his betrayer's feet. Right. He washes his betrayer's feet. It gives us a greater capacity to serve, Everything to partner. Everything I love it. Your I marriage, it. you I name it. it. You don't have to come to the meeting 
with your title. You yeah, can you come with it. your towel. Woo. You see? <laughs> That's good, because, Doc. Because I don't have to convince you that I'm Dr. So-and-so <sighs> or that mm-hmm. who's in my parking space Wow. or who wow. gets to sit in that chair. Wow. I remember uh, there was a young a young executive in the company, and this was his first board or first exec team meeting or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, they were waiting on the CEO to get in. The CEO ran in. He was about two minutes late. So he just ran in and grabbed the first chair around the board table, and he sat down. The meeting adjourned, right? The mm-hmm. meeting commenced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so and so the young lad was just disturbed the whole time because the CEO was not in the head chair. The head chair was empty. Wow. And um, – and so he, he couldn't even focus in the meeting. After the meeting, he asked the CEO, he said, so, sir, why didn't you sit in the head table, head chair? He says, wherever I sit is the head chair. Wow. Wow. The wow. chair doesn't define me. Wow. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, wow. I mean, you know, Dude. knowing who you are and, okay. and, and those things really change the game. So I like that. I like it. that. You're, you're like, killing it. No, you. this is a great conversation. So, so you've, you've heard about how much spending power we have as a community some 1.2 trillion dollars whatever the case mm-hmm, may be mm-hmm. um but what uh I, I, an article that i was reading in black enterprise um where it said spending power is is not the same as having wealth mm-hmm, for sure. and they looked at what we spend the top category based on the, our <laughs> percentage in the population right take a guess of what we spend the most on we spend on retail on on an image rich con- beauty supplies and mm. and all i'm saying is pay attention to that not real estate not no and and, and i'm not i'm not one of those is be i'm looking at the real issue see if 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 there's been a pattern through slavery and media who are owned by people who want to profit mm-hmm. off of our esteem mm-hmm. you'd strip us of who we are mm. and then you profit from who we're not wow so you want straight hair you don't have it Gonna, but I know how I can get it gonna, to you. We're gonna make you make you nice. We're gonna yeah. and and it will drain your pockets. Mm. So so what this looks like when you're really secure, you won't mm. sell yourself cheap. Mm. It, it's nothing wrong with having it, but you don't have to have it to feel like you are mm. beautiful or you're somebody. Mm. That's the difference. Mm. Yeah. So 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 identity can can show up if we're if we're woke and paying attention in how we spend our money. It's, it showed up in our in our. You know, our our bank ledger. Dude. You know, you said it earlier. What I do, what I have, what, what people say. Huge. What I do, what I have, what people say. Oh, you balling. Dude. What I do, what I have, what people say. Look at that hoopty. What I do, wow. what I have, what people say. Wow. 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 You know, wow. who wants to... Who wants to pull up in something? So wow. we park hoopties and we don't park them in the same place. Wow. We get something nice. We put it on the slant away from everything. It's yeah, just. It's true. It's true. It's man, this I, is I'm deep. in it. I'm this in it. Deep. I'm, I'm not talking about it. I'm oh, yeah. We're it. not I'm part of it. Yeah, we're. we're yeah, we're, I'm we're, part of it. Yeah, and just, I hope I hope our listeners get that. We're yeah, not. I'm part of we're it. We're not sitting here like we, we've arrived. Oh, no, sir. Like we got on. We're walking around with sandals and dashikis and we're saying <laughs> we were going to ride a horse today. We're saying <laughs> that we're a part of this crisis yeah this identity, identity crisis. crisis this is yeah. really a crisis so one of the things you do in the class mm-hmm. and i wanted people to feel like they weren't missing out mm-hmm. so i want to give them as much of the class as sure. the people that had to pay for the class are getting sure uh, but in 45 minutes which is mm-hmm. which is impossible but mm-hmm. one of the things you do in the formal class is you get this short this short kind of final project mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and it requires what you call tribes to present a business pitch yes and yeah. they're supposed to 
pitch a product or service that solves a real world problem. Yes, man. Right? Mm. Explain how that final assignment helps people understand their identity. It puts everything we said, it, it, it allows me to practice what I'm preaching. Okay. I use the approach of experience to educate mm-hmm. versus just content. That means you don't learn about something. Mm-hmm. But I want you to learn with the goal of doing something. So okay. if I put you in a tribe, mm-hmm. everybody on the tribe has to know their talents. Mm-hmm. They have to pick a leader. Mm-hmm. They have to recognize that they're gifted enough to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. My hope is that by leveraging their awareness of self mm-hmm. and coming together to solve the problem, that they may stumble across a solution that can change their income. Wow. That's the hope. So at the end, that we're going to have, uh, I'm actually going to invite Pastor Jeff Simmons to sit in. We're going to have a panel. They're going to have to do a Shark Tank presentation. Mm. They're going to have to give us an integrated presentation. They're going to give us the history of their product. They have to give me mm. their unique marketing advantage. Mm. They're going to have to think and work together and overcome conflict mm-hmm. and, and, and solve a problem because I want to send mm-hmm. them out See, in church, we compartmentalize, mm-hmm. just learn biblical. No, it ought to have a global impact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I wanted them to get a taste of that. And do you feel like the problem that an individual desires to solve is a is an insight into how they're wired and their mm-hmm. identity? That's good. Like the yeah, fact yeah. that I want to solve this is should be a revelation of what how I'm constructed. Like if I want to solve the problem of illiteracy mm-hmm. and this person wants to solve the problem of obesity mm-hmm. and this person wants to solve the problem of broken marriages mm-hmm. and family, mm-hmm. that that shows that oh, something about wiring. Like I'm yeah. no better than you because I want to deal with nutrition and you want to deal with marriage or you want to deal with, with education. Right. But right, that right, that's right, an, right. That's, I feel like it's a clue. Absolutely. It's a Absolutely. clue in who I am. Absolutely. I, I'm passionate about this because of who I am, not Absolutely. just because it's cute. Like, this bothers me. Absolutely. Right? And Absolutely. that's part of my wiring. Yeah. Everything can't bother you. Everything yeah. can't bother you because <laughs> if everything bothered you, yeah. you you wouldn't be focused. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, some things like, okay, you don't like the fact that you got potholes. Right. I mean, I just try to avoid them. Like, right. But somebody out there saying, we got the streets <laughs> is messing up the environment, right? That's cool. We need right. somebody that feels that passionately about everything right. to make a difference. Because you're not going to make a difference unless you're angry enough mm. and hurt enough to do something about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, Doc. I want to I ask one final thing before we wrap up. And is, so, so you, what I, what, I, what I take it is is that there's this synergis- synergistic integration and weaving of, yeah. of our race, culture, family background, our unique talents, our life experiences, the mm-hmm. Bible, um, all of these things that can forever change the way we live, as you mm-hmm. said, right? Mm-hmm. So now, can you give an example of how that thread all comes together? Have you seen like who a person is culturally, their race, their talents, their background? Is there, is there a, you gave a great one with Jesus and yes. maybe he's the blueprint that was, that every blueprint. time, right? Yeah. He is the blueprint. Yeah. But let's just say there's a man or a woman listening that, that you've, cause you, what, one of the things that people need to understand that you're actually trained to do strength finders mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. You actually coach people in this space. So when you work with a client, right? Mm-hmm. What, what kinds of things can come out once you, once you identify what their strengths are? You know, what, mm-hmm. what kind of 
and 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 do you connect that with have you seen a connection with well in light of that strength in light of your background a lot of your race and culture mm-hmm. here's a good picture of who you are and why this empowers you to do what you were born to do or sure. whatever like you, you understand sure. what i'm saying yeah, absolutely okay so let me answer your question i want to give you three examples okay um i think uh Dr. Martin Luther King. That might be too uh, mm-hmm. far out there for some. It's probably something out. I mean, like that's another gold standard. Yeah. Uh, but he would say that the unexamined life is a is a life that's not worth living. Like mm-hmm. you, you, Nipsey Hussle. Okay, mm-hmm. let me bring it down. Yeah. And I'm not saying none of the models. None of us are perfect. None sure. Of us always get it. But what I've observed about people who have that synergy. Mm-hmm. Um. You, so you can hear some of. Nipsey Hussle, you can hear his, his synergy through his musical content. Okay, but if you, if you go online and you watch documentaries and see what he was doing in the community, mm-hmm. he was he he saw a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't even he didn't he used his own resources to start opening up retail stores that were meeting needs. Mm-hmm. Then he would hire people and put them in those uh, those 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 retail. So 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 my thing is when when you start to bring it all together, you mm-hmm. begin. To, to see the beauty of working with community, mm-hmm. working with your with with um, you know people who are not only like you but people who compliment you. Mm-hmm. I think once once you take time through whether it's a strengths assessment or any assessment, the key is taking inventory to study yourself. We mm-hmm. go to school, we study books, mm-hmm. we study other, every subject on the planet mm-hmm. but ourselves. Yeah, that's Do cool. you have a notebook mm-hmm. on you? Mm, wow. I can look at King's writing mm-hmm. and I can hear self-examination. Yeah. I can listen to Nipsey Hussle's music. Mm-hmm. I can hear self-examination. Mm-hmm. I'm finding a common denominator mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that once you begin to examine yourself, you come mm-hmm. to the conclusion that life ain't about you. Wow. 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 <laughs> like, Good. like the whole point yeah. of finding yourself mm-hmm. is to mm-hmm. say, wait a minute. Yeah. This is about them. Mm. So what impact am I having on other people? So the mm-hmm, so the, mm-hmm. the assessments strength find is a great tool. Uh, whether you took Myers Briggs or any other assessment tool, you need to have a a PhD on you mm-hmm. to know not only what you're good at, mm-hmm. but to know what you're not. Because what you also find is once you start walking in your lane, mm-hmm. you'll you'll attract people who will compliment you. Wow! Wow! You're trying to do everything, you have an identity crisis. Wow! Wow! That's great, man. Who was the person? Who coined the phrase "to thine own self be true"? One of those one of Greek, Greek philosophers, yeah, philosophers, yeah. Polonius, I think it was. And if you're going to be true to yourself, you got to know yourself. Because I, you know, or we live under those what you called earlier false selves. Yes. So yes. I can't even be true to myself till I know who I am. I, yes. if, I, if I know I have a sense of humor, if I know I'm sensitive about certain issues, or I know I'm passionate about this, or I know. You know my weaknesses, or yeah. I know I'm vulnerable to this. Like I gotta know yeah. me, yeah. and I think, you know, for me, a part of that also included counseling. Um, That's good. Really good therapy good helped tool. me help me get some self exposure because I felt like I was a foreigner. Mm-hmm. I felt self estranged. Yeah. Because I was so identified by what I did in ministry that I really didn't know myself. And I said in a book that I wrote once that I felt like I needed a passport to cross into a foreign land called me. And I really Ooh. I was really that self estranged. And I think That's good. to to connect with me and then to actually fall in love with even 
that person. Yeah. That maybe others don't even really know is yeah. is really special. So can, can I? Yes. Yeah. I want to give one more practical tip. Yes, on please this. do. See, because if you don't learn to love the parts of yourself that's damaged, mm. you literally project rejection. You 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 pro, you put out the part of you that you don't like, and you don't even know it's happening. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you feel if you learn the love was broken about you, then people will be more attracted to you because you'll show the capacity to love them. Yeah, exactly as they are. Absolutely. And so how do you get there? What, what do you do? If I can encourage for me, if you're in if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, I I heavily encourage some personal worship time. And mm-hmm. I'm just talking about reading. Um, if you're not. The solution is very similar. Some time of silence and solitude. Mm-hmm. Like I've found that to be a common thread, mm-hmm. whether you're in the church or not. Silence mm-hmm. and solitude. Mm-hmm. Sit still to listen to what's going on on mm-hmm. the inside of you. Mm-hmm. And then just write down a few bullets. I mm-hmm. think we run so hard yes. because we're running away from our true selves. Mm-hmm. We're scared of who may pop out in the dark. Mm-hmm. Not only are we running hard, even when we do sit still, we're not quiet. Right. We yeah. got, we're on social media. Yeah, we're getting information and yes. noise and music like twenty four seven. So it's like it's both. Slow down and be quiet. Oof. And practical. Yeah, five Excellent. ten minutes a day. Stretch yourself. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Wow! Hey y'all, I knew it was gonna be great. I knew it was gonna be awesome. I knew this thing was gonna be life changing. So I want to thank you again, Pastor Page, for being with us today. Um, just you being here has been a blessing Bless and imparting you, this knowledge to us, the podcast family. Listen, how can people follow you on social media? How can they reach out to you to consult them, speak? What? What? How can people get best best way people can get in touch with you? At Larry M Page, that's my Twitter. I'm t- I'm still learning. You got to coach me on this. Yeah. Uh, and L Page at modusstrengths.com. L Page P I. A P A I G E. Yes, sir. Modus M O T I S M O D U S. Modus Strength. Yes. Dot com. Yes. M O D U S Strength. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Hit him up, folks. Follow him on social media. He on social media like once a quarter. He'll <laughs> pop up like a groundhog. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I love man, you, love back. you, man. Love you, back. appreciate you, man. <laughs> this has been Rich. Thank you for the challenge. It's giving me something to do. In my own life, I think as a parent, the thing that I'm going to take away is I got to show my kids the ingredients. Yeah. I can't yeah. just give them the resources. I got to give them the recipe. Yeah. Like, this is what I did. This is how I do it. And you don't have to do it this way, but you got to find a way yeah. to do it so that you're not handicapped. Yeah. So thank you for that, man. Bless thank you, you for man. that. Thank you for what you're teaching. Thank you for what you're dropping on Tuesday nights to the people in the class and thank you for what you gave us today bless you hey y'all thanks for tuning in appreciate your support i hope you enjoyed this and please forward this share with other people identity crisis is real y'all see you next week right here on the keith battle podcast